Never in the field of cryptocurrency <laughs> was so much owed by so many to so few. <laughs> so true. Welcome to Crypto Weekly, edition 30. <laughs> That's nice. a realist intro, yeah. Markets rebound. Is there hope? Who knows? There's positivity coming, and you just need to think long term. You're on Vitalik's wild ride now, and there's no getting off. This week in the news. The SEC suspends two crypto-based securities. What is their end game? Founder of OKX arrested in China. When will the crackdown end? <laughs> Plasma is already in use. And BankX managed to achieve 22,000 transactions per second in their off-chain payment solution. Justin Sun, crypto baron of Tron, sends for the based main fudder of crypto, Vitalik Buterin. He has no hope. And that gives us an episode of Crypto Weekly, edition 30, if you listen to Winston Churchill, a.k.a. Papa Crypto Kim. Volume 30 of... Crypto Weekly. Volume 30. Hold tight, Papa K. Yeah. I'm joined in a different room than before. We're not in the studio, as per. We're in an undisclosed location Secret in central location. London. Uh, I'm joined with a panel, as always. We have the based Geordie Prince. Hello. We have the ultra-based Bitcoin Buble. Are you? Ultra-based? Ultra the highest pitch here, I know. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, the we have the mega-based P-Money. Howdy. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry, I uh, I decided to go on a little adventure with Bella. To That's Bitcoin underscore Bella on yeah. crypto Twitter. <laughs> and basically everything fell apart. Bella, sort of Bella a, wanted to go full Euro trip. Yeah. yeah. She wanted to go on a pilgrimage to meet Romano. And you'll hear later on in the show about P-Money's experience with Romano, a.k.a. RNR, on Twitter, a.k.a. the man who saved crypto by licking a bumhole. I also do notice that when you got back from your trip to see R&R, the markets were rebounding pretty strongly. Yeah. Correct. Mm. Who is that voice you hear? He hasn't been introduced yet. It is <laughs> the Simply Based, Mr. Crypto Beak. G-G-G-G-Unit. G-Unit. Is that a hint to his real name? Nobody knows. I, of course, am your host, Crypto Ken. And if you enjoy the show, head on over to patreon.com slash crypto weekly. Throw us a few bones and support the show. If you uh, become a patron, you get the show a little earlier than everyone else in an uncut format, hearing never before heard (laughs) content that the normal normies don't usually get. And also, you get the chance to win a t-shirt and other Crypto Weekly swag every week in the robots competition. But, without further ado, for the first time this week, it's time for the news. <laughs> I want to start with, a, with something that seems like a biggie, but actually isn't that much of a biggie. And that is the SEC suspending two crypto-based securities. One Bitcoin, one Ether. I'm looking at you, Mr. Prince, as our man on the inside of the financial markets. Yes. What do you have to say about this big guy? So, to read this story in 
um, any of the mainstream financial outlets or I've got to say a lot of the crypto sort of news aggregators, all these kind of things, you would think that what has happened is that the SEC has realized this old crypto gig is a bunch of nonsense and they finally cracked down on the sale of crypto, which is total nonsense. The most quoted phrase from the SEC that appeared in all the articles that covered this, they literally took like six words out of the one pager that the SEC released and they were like, mass confusion in the market, implying that all the people that have bought any kind of crypto are just these rubes that have been sort of duped into it and they don't know what the fuck is going on. When in reality, the reason that they have suspended dealing in the two products that we're talking about, which are the Bitcoin Tracker One and Ether Tracker One issued by XBT Provider AB, which is a Swedish company based on this like Stockholm Stock Exchange or whatever, is the fact that this company has been very ambiguous about what these products actually are. So it's it's actually nothing to do with crypto at all. It's just the SEC saying, until you tell us, like us, the regulator, the general public and the investors what they're buying, you, you can't keep selling these products. The problem arose because in the application materials that XBT provider issued, they described... Bitcoin Tracker One and Ether Tracker One as exchange traded funds. But in what the SEC describes as other public sources, which I presume means marketing material, they describe them as exchange traded notes. And finally, there was oh, also. Oh, they look like mugs, mate. Yeah, serious. And finally, there were some other materials that described, again, the same two products as non equity linked certificates. So, this. <laughs> I know. So, the whole issue is the SEC saying, what is this product that you're selling? And it is a bit of a big deal because of the difference between exchange traded funds and exchange traded notes. Between all of those different things that they said. They exactly. Were exactly. They're hugely different yeah. products that have big like implications for which one you're them basically some poor little intern who was tasked with coming up with those marketing materials is not going to be invited back for a full-time role you're absolutely right you're absolutely (laughs) right so yeah long story short the difference between the two exchange traded funds and exchange traded notes is that as we've discussed on this show previously hold tight bitcoin buble one of the one of these solar etf whales um, (laughs) etfs are a pool of assets that are usually segregated and then you if you buy units of an ETF, you have a percentage ownership of the assets in that pool. Whereas an ETN, an exchange traded note, is a it's a promise made by the issuer to pay you at the maturity date an amount determined by the price of a reference asset or index. So it's 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 more like a debt based instrument than an ETF. So, there, you know, there are big, whereas ETF uh, is considered much closer to holding equity. So there's big implications uh, for an investor holding one one against the other. The big story here is that I got all of that from the one page, or the one pager that the SEC released. Yeah. They yeah. went full confirmation bias and said, oh, the SEC has taken some kind of action against quote unquote crypto, which yeah. they hadn't at all. They said that XBT provider needs to define 
what this product that they're selling is. And they obviously didn't bother themselves to read the literal font 18 one pager that the SEC knocked out <laughs> to describe what was actually going on. Wow. So all I'm saying is be very careful when you read these kind of headlines. But as always, people don't want the real news. They just want shock headlines. It's going to bring them in. And that's unfortunately what pays the bills. Um, we're going to move on then. Ah. There's been an arrest made in probably the freest country in the world, China. Hold touch China. Hold touch China. Uh, founder of OKX arrested in China, and obviously the old media. Some shoddy reporting. Real can. shoddy reporting right here again. Title is OKX founder arrested in China. Basically trying to give the idea that something dodgy is going on with OKX. Not at all. If you read the story, listener, which you don't need to because we're now going to talk about it. But yeah, basically he's a, a shareholder, uh, as I understand it, in I think it is a crypto-based company. Based or based? Based. <laughs> W-F-E-E coin. W-F-E-E coin, exactly. Yeah. And there's been some talk that some fraudulent coin creation has been going on or something like that. Yeah, so the Fraudulent man... practices. And yeah, he, yeah. it wasn't even him that supposedly no, done anything. it's not he, him at all. He's just, just he's a shareholder just, in the Yeah, company. and in Chinese law, then you're liable for any fraudulent activity. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm even not sure, sure that's true. I'm not even, I, I feel that, like well, I mean, true. actually, that's something that I read in the article. Yeah, so, so that this, could not be true. So the, the the man in question, I believe, is called Star Sue. I'm probably brutalizing his second name there. Apologies. Oh, it's um, two letters, big guy. I know, but it's an X and a U, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zoo. Okay, well, there you go. In, international man of mystery. <laughs> Crypto Ken is sort of. Oh, I don't know. Zhu. Sue, Zhu, or Chu? You tell us. <laughs> Maybe I I'll call him Mr. X. That's yeah. pretty cool. Mr. Yeah. X, you. So, Mr. X, founder of OKX, shareholder That's of a company that issued uh, WFEE token, which is a Wi-Fi sharing ecosystem which has been moved onto the blockchain. Because that's necessary. Yeah, so you've got your man. He owns and is the originator of OKX. Hang on, on. can can we stop a second? Wi-Fi sharing on the blockchain? Yes, it's a Wi-Fi sharing ecosystem. (laughs) What is going on there? How do you connect to your blockchain? Through your shared Wi-Fi ecosystem? What? I think it might be. I think it might be that you can well, sell access to your Wi-Fi to your next door neighbour so rather than having. So is this just a blockchain that's them. only available when you're in a certain vicinity of someone? No, the blockchain will just be to sort out access, that kind of thing. You, yeah. You'll like when you actually use the Wi-Fi, you'll just be logging onto your next door neighbour's Wi-Fi. Right. So Mr. X is a shareholder in an absolute trash tier crypto. Correct. Basically. That is one thing he is guilty of, Ken. That's one thing we're all guilty of, Prince. (laughs) Um, Apparently, he's a major shareholder in this WFEE business. Yes. And because investors in that company alleged that there had been some good old traditional, aka non-crypto securities fraud going on, they kicked right off to the authorities and he he got arrested. On it's happened on um, September 11th. Hashtag never forget. Um, but he was he was released by the um, by the Chinese authorities literally on the 12th. So again, yet another storm in a teacup. Yeah, precisely. Talking of shit tier coins, I didn't mention this. I haven't put it in the notes. But we're are we all rec bag holders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. R E Q. R E Q. Rec. Nope. 
probably good for you, Mr. Buble, because mm. we're all getting totally wrecked. <laughs> they released their donation library today. Good. So you can add this little script in and you can receive donations now That's in big. cryptocurrency. However, has anyone actually started looking at what Rack is doing? No. All this library is, is it's now a little widget you can drop in that when you click a button, kind of like Stripe, you get a little pop-up for payment. You can just select which ERC20 token you want to pay in and then it just basically has like a nice UI for paying from a wallet to another wallet. Okay. Yeah, you know that's exactly their whole business model though. Right? Yeah, except that I thought there was some kind of sweet intermediary coin and it would all be collated in one coin. No. No. You just can pay in different ERC20 tokens. Yeah. Which you can just do with Ethereum anyway. Yeah. And why Combinator back to this business to just provide a nice little UI for nah, clicking they the button? they do a load of other stuff. That's just one part. Tell me more, big guy, because I really need to know. <laughs> My big old wreck bags need to know. Well, what you want to do is go to YouTube, look up CryptoBeak Requests Network. See, that, You'll be able to find out all you need to know, mate. If you do, I'll give that a good old listen. You wouldn't be it, in this predicament. Except that I wasn't very impressed with their donation library. Mm. There isn't a lot to be impressed by at the moment, Ken. No arguing with that. <laughs> but, fortunately, there's been some technological advances in other areas of cryptocurrency, specifically the Ethereum ecosystem. With some implementations of Plasma being demoed by a company called BankX, who are offering payment solutions with their Plasma integration. And it's pretty cool. They're basically allowing instant cryptocurrency transactions, and they were showcasing it in order to purchase a cup of coffee. All of the, Bitcoin I mean, like, the, the UI of what they're doing, it could it leaves something to be desired. But any merchant that has wanted to accept cryptocurrency at the moment is basically, it, they've got to put some trust in you that you've actually, this transaction's actually going to go through and whatnot. Because they've got to wait like maybe an hour if you're using Bitcoin. Five, ten minutes if you're using Ethereum for this transaction to get confirmed. And they're basically going to be providing the product before then, or you're going to have to sit and wait for that amount of time for the transaction to be confirmed on the network. Plasma, pretty based. Now providing <laughs> instant, the ability to provide instant transactions and basically bring us up to speed with normal, viable, like, cash transactions. It's pretty decent. Yeah, agreed. The fact that any merchant could now do it if they so choose is pretty big. Yeah, I mean, this is still early stages as well, so... It's, it's the same as the, the Lightning Network, isn't it? You, you basically deposit cash. So you, you deposit yeah, cash. Yeah, so basically you can set up a plasma chain with a, a transaction. Um, so you send a transaction to the Ethereum, main Ethereum network, and basically say, starting a child chain, big guy. I'm going to be running a few transactions locally and I'm going to report back with the state of that at some point in the future. And then you transact with this child chain, which can use whatever consensus method they, they please, basically. They could have a token themselves that you transact in or whatever. Or you can use ETH. And you have a Plasma wallet uh, that you might have some money sat in, just like you would a bank account, basically. Use the child chain. They can transact instantaneously. And then later on down the line, they'll report back with what's actually been going on in the history and whatnot. And up like the, the main n- Ethereum network. The net of, of all the transactions is going to be reported. Yeah, they, back yeah, to they the do it in state. one big batch, basically. Okay, so it cool. also brings down the transaction cost. Nice. So they could say that this, the whole owners of the child chain, basically send a transaction, which is one transaction fee, then could take a thousand transactions on the child chain, yeah. but still only pay that one fee. 
And yeah, and each one on a child chain costs like half a cent or something. Like naffle, basically. Yeah, yeah. naffle. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the coffee shop scenario, who sets up the chain? The coffee shop. Uh, yeah, the, the payment. The well, whoever owns the child bank chain. Bankex. Bankex. Yeah. Okay. So so coffee shop goes to Bankex and says, "I want you to facilitate my coffee transactions." Yes. Yeah. They set up a side chain. How does the coffee shop get a guarantee that their coffee money is coming in? in order to deliver the coffee. So this is why I don't think bank this Bankex Plasma is very good. Okay. So all they've really done is set up a cha- uh, centralised child chain. It's re-centralising yeah. the decentralised yeah, so network, right? So the point that it's really cheap is the same as all the really cheap networks we see now in crypto is because they're centralised. And just one, one person or one small group of people run it and they run it super cheap. So you can have these child chains on Plasma or you will be able to in the future that are fully like proof of work, proof of stake, proof yeah. of whatever. Proof of reputation, I think. Is that means go proof of reputation? Supposedly. There's all kinds of different some things. Some meme like that. Proof of authority, all kinds of yeah. different things. But proof of stake, proof of work are obviously the decentralized ones. And those ones are just not going to be as cheap as the centralized chains because they're not centralized, right? They have to incentivize parties to come in to decentralize it. Uh, this case, all they're doing is running like uh neo or eos or any one of these other things as a child chain on ethereum it's no different to all the other trash to centralized chains we've got so i think this is a bit of a meme i this, think but there's i think a, there's a, it's good that i think we've spoken about it in depth because i think it just goes to show how powerful plasma is so like you've just said this is a centralized chain that's come off of the it's all part of the ethereum network well, so it validates its own rules yeah. with the Ethereum network. That's Precisely. what it validates its exactly. own, the predetermined rules it's set up. But that doesn't, it's not much better than any other centralized um, chain at the moment. This no, is, but the point I is, mean, these, are all gonna, these are all going to talk back to the Ethereum network as a whole and allow it to scale infinitely. They will do, but what I'm saying is this implementation of it this is This particular trash. implementation <laughs> is not yeah, as good as it can this, get. This but, child chain is terrible mate but it's the first one they fired yeah. up a bit of plasma action uh actually supposedly loom have already got a child chain and plasma but here's another example of it and it's good that plasma is slowly coming out and people have got their implementations at least partially fired up i think you could argue that this has utility from the point of view that you've got eth in an eth wallet on yeah. the main network and then you send the amount of money that you expect to use in microtransactions onto this child chain. Yeah. So I feel like you can, it's a sort of spectrum of decentralization, if you will. For what I mean by that is I would never, if I was buying a house, I'm never going to do it. I'm going to wait the two hours or whatever it would take on the main network for that transaction to go through and then change we're going to exchange deed or whatever that's all good and we're going to do that in a completely decentralized way because i want that i don't want any risk that a centralized party can screw me all the rest of it however if i'm paying like a quid for a cup of coffee i might be willing and i want to do it in 20 seconds i might be willing to exchange security for convenience and the network is still offering me the opportunity so but i do think it has all value you're doing in that there is making an argument for eos and litecoin no. and all these other well, well, quick transaction quick like turnover transactions like nano would do it quicker than these guys and for free well so if you're happy to take centralized payment solutions then there's loads better than this one I disagree because 
on the e I can do both. I can choose the level of decentralization I want on the ETH network and its various child chains, whereas e EOS or whatever, there's one yeah. there's one option. Whereas this is let this is giving me a spectrum um of like levels of decentralization or however you want to say it. And I can choose which one I want to apply to which transact to the size of the transaction that I'm undertaking. Yeah, I mean plasma is obviously hugely beneficial to Ethereum and the crypto like marketplace as a whole yep. but this particular impl implementation i think gives us nothing i don't think it's in any way beneficial uh, i do agree that I, if you're talking as proof of concept that's great but they're not they're gonna have to have this child chain is not going to be successful and they're gonna have to do a lot better than this on the plasma network for it to be successful yeah which which as you said before they will i mean it's very very likely to happen and i obviously agree with you that if you have a completely decentralized child chain you're never going to get it the transaction costs are never going to be as low as on bank x's child chain for example but i do think that as i say it just gives you the option there we go mm. not decentralized enough for the crypto beak but hope to come mm. speaking he's of... going to be in the coffee shop for like three hours <laughs> where are you buying a coffee for a pound yeah, uh, not the north not in of London. England, mate. <laughs> Pret a manger, filter coffee, oh, high yeah. IQ choice. 99p. 99p. Yeah. There we go. The biggest liar in cryptocurrency, <laughs> Justin Sun, has come out and trashed Chief Autismo, Mr. Vitalik Buterin. <laughs> <laughs> you got your work cut out this week, Pimo. Uh, every week. Um, it's um, every week. <laughs> the Prince actually put this article in last minute. But I like the way he wrote it, so I threw it in the intro and I want to talk about it a little bit. What's he said exactly? Is this going to boil my blood? You're going to be mad as ever, Ken. Gripping the chair. <laughs> he said, um, basically, Vitalik said that crypto wouldn't 1,000x from here. You're not going to be able to get 100x or 1,000x from here. And he said, all the media would call me a pessimist. Uh, but if you make realistic estimates like a negative, uh, have negative connotations, then you just incentivize everyone to be like Justin Sun, i.e. going mental about how Tron's going to be the first $100 trillion company or whatever. Obviously, Big Sun Lad couldn't let this lie. He couldn't <laughs> let that kind of slight on his character go. So what he said was, I do believe the entire world wealth will turn into cryptocurrencies like black hole and grow much bigger in the future. Cryptocurrency will hit 10 trillion USD market cap before Apple and Amazon do. We will see. Time will tell. Me and Vitalik, we're yeah. seeing eye to eye as usual. Do you know, uh, Justin said that the Tron virtual machine is coming close to, or is about to surpass the Ethereum virtual machine. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? He also said uh, Tron was more decentralized than both Bitcoin and Ethereum. I mean, I, we can just see that that isn't true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we can see with empirical evidence that that's wrong. So He's yeah, just I gone mean, for the classic say words and see what sticks. But it goes down a storm with the normies. Literally. They love yeah. it. They're like, oh, Justin Sun, do you know he knows the guy out of Alibaba? Mm. You know that fellow owned Alibaba? He knows it. And China, China, yeah. The biggest sleeping giant in the world. Oh, mate, you know China and the bloody loads of people there. Chinese Ethereum. There well, we no, that's Neo, which yeah. is another monster. They have here, they've got secret contracts with the Chinese government. <laughs> Talking of other stuff that me and Vitalik see eye to eye on, he said something about the Bitcoin being used as a store of value. 
something along the lines of to be a good store of value, you need a utility, like secondary utility, and that's where the store of valueness comes from. Makes Hold sense. tight, Vitalik. He's been listening to Crypto Weekly. Absolutely, mm. boss. That was our conclusion in the kitchen I'm, when we read that. Yeah. Night. It was clear. He's, clear he's as gone day. straight for the Crypto Beak argument. He's nailed it. Me and Vitalik, two highest IQ in crypto. I, come I'm, at me, Craig. Ross. I'm also going to put it out there. Justin Sun, if you want to come on Crypto Weekly, you're more than welcome because you will probably have a bad time. He dresses pretty well, though, can he? So does you dress might pretty well. To... He's got quite good hair. <laughs> <laughs> Grudgingly gives him quite yeah. good hair. His cheekbones are pretty second to none. <laughs> big Michael, the biggest Michael to ever do it. Mm. Surpassing Big Jordan. The Novograps. That's a big claim. Nice. Huge. We, we have to redo that because I'm not having that. You're not having it. Wow. Jordan, Jackson, Tyson, to name but a few. Yeah. yeah. Buble. But now... <laughs> great point. <laughs> Buble. Reaching similar heady heights. <laughs> big Michael Novograps. He's called the bottom. Has he, has he found the bottom? Has he beaten the crypto beak to his core? Well, let me tell you what he's done. He said that... I'm just reading what's in the show notes. <laughs> he said that uh, the bull run, the, the breakout, has retraced. So we're now we've gone to the... We're right back where we started before the big breakout. And markets, they like to retrace breakouts. So, bottom here. So we're going to test the top again, is what you're saying? Well, I just mean that's the level of is analysis you got from... Is to sell the, at £1,400 again? Or $1,400, sorry. Uh, Novogratz just says, like, we were here before it all went up. We're here again, and it's going up a bit. So probably the bottom. Um, we're going to end the news there. On that bombshell. <laughs> it's time for Beak's Pick of the Week. The pick is going to be fun again. If you'll just excuse me, gentlemen, I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> is, that <laughs> is that because you don't feel comfortable with what he's about to say? Hey, it's completely coincidental. You lads carry on. <laughs> so, as I'm sure you'll know, that announces some huge news that we've got at Crypto Weekly. Fun is releasing the casino reportedly, so I hear on the grapevine, on the 25th of this month. Fair Casino is coming out and they're going to try and announce it as late as possible to try not to miss the deadline. So they've still got some work to do. But right now they're aiming for the 25th. It's a pretty, pretty close to a hard deadline and it should be announced maybe next week, thinking. So we're holding fun and we're waiting for the announcement, Ken. There's not much more to say on that. That is the scoop. That's, that's it. It's so big that the prince had to leave the room. I hear cheering. I hear trumpets in the background. It's time for this week's instalment of the contest update. We've been hard at work, slanging some yayo. Some of us have. Yeah, slanging, slanging a few ounces of the Mary Jane, you know. I haven't How's touched the- a single bit. If you not, I, yeah. neither have I. <laughs> Bublé's strictly class A. <laughs> I, I've been, I also have been strictly in the uh, white girl. Nice. Well, nice. I know the beak is very interested in throwing out a strain of Pineapple Express mm. and some OG Kush. Mm. How have you been doing, Mr. Prince? Uh, I've been taking over, you know. Mr. P Money has not even bothered yet. He's been too busy on, courting various... Members of the cryptocurrency industry. <laughs> you say bothered, you make it sound like I'm not gagging to play this game. 
been entertaining. To be fair, you have been international entertaining international guests. Of You've been hobnobbing yeah. with crypto royalty yeah. in Amsterdam. Um, Off all, your nut <laughs> on the Maui Maui. He's just doing some research, guys, mate. Mm, true. Yeah. All the while watching you guys. Steam ahead or steam behind. Actually, <laughs> that's the thing. I think P-Money's been a bit coy here because he clearly has the, the superior strategy of not burning any POA in either <laughs> transaction fees or some stupid game where you pretend to deal drugs. So, yeah, I do think that uh, he might be onto a total winner here. Can Just you give us an update, Mr. Bublé, of what's been I, I have gone full prints on this. Oh, nice. Ooh. He's got a spreadsheet. Nice. Oh. <laughs> spreadsheet galore. I can, I can hear Mr. Prince's trousers tightening. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the fabric moving. Not only that, but I did take some inspiration from Crypto Block Down as well, and I now have my own little... That looks so nice. ...stealing chart. Nice. Which uh, lets me know whether I should be moving any gear at any point. I like it. That is excellent. Hold tight, crypto. The day. only thing I haven't done yet is automate it. That's next week's project. <laughs> Ooh, big, big. <laughs> Jesus. Should we go back to the rundown? Yes, I want to go. Please do, so, Booba. So Jordy P is in stealth mode. Yeah. That's so good. I'm not sure yeah. how we did this with the Kendex. Does that mean that it's break even or is that zero? It means it's wildly up, mate. Wildly up, <laughs> yeah. of course. We wildly positive. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, to be fair, that is basically how we track the Candex. So. so then, bottom of the pile currently. So the way I'm pricing this is, yeah, you can upgrade your narco. I'm taking those as cost price for now until okay. I hear otherwise, because uh, Dr. P Money was saying that you would be uh, helping out people that made bad purchases. You would, but then they're not going to be able to use those purchases to gain POA. So I don't think you are. I think you've, sti you've still invested in the narco in some way, and therefore it's a cost price. So we're valuing the narco based on the upgrades you've given it. So that these are, are, that are a sunk cost. Yeah. These are in-game purchases, so it's yeah. a way to like gardening gloves. You spend money yeah. on things that help your character in the game perform yeah. better at the tasks you want him to do. Yeah. Like you say, garden gloves will cost you like ten poa, but he can grow weed faster or something. Is yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So more at once, right? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. And yeah. Faster. But, and there's, faster. but there's no there's no penalizing somebody who who bought gloves versus somebody who chose not to. I agree with that. I don't so, know. So if you buy gloves and you get uh you get a benefit from having those gloves, you get the benefit plus the fact that it doesn't cost you anything because you're not there's no consequences to buying it. Yes. But somebody who chose not to buy it because they thought I'm better off putting that into buying more raw materials. The they score's only measured on POA at the end. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just who has the most POA, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's all so, it is. So just POA. Yeah. yeah. We're no. not talking about like, yeah. net assets and like, how but, many oh, can you sell the narco? I was going to say, end? are we going to no. value the narco, though? But we no. have to I, think, the I, think we I think we should value the narco. Yeah. Because otherwise it doesn't incentivize us to play the game. It incentivizes you to take whatever strategy makes you the most POA, which is the rules of the game. Okay. I think Beach, we should we should include. You're losing. I've already lost. I don't have any POA <laughs> left. I've burnt through the maximum amount of POA. What you could do as Beak, go on Twitter and say, "I want to sell my my." You've still got your character. That's true. For a thousand POA. No, you can't sell the narco pony. Well, no, it's about the competition was who has the most, most POA. POA yeah, yeah. Thing, right? That, that could be a viable problem. strategy. Yep. Well, yeah, it's the only strategy I've got left because I have no POA. Yeah. 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 I think that would make a 
an amazing end. Like if you I, get on eBay, uh, or something, this is that's an finish at the last episode. And that's uh, an excellent that, example that, of uh, the thing kind of thing that blockchain games allow you to do. So I should definitely be allowed to. If do anyone that. watches Top Gear, that's a very very Jeremy Clarkson move. Yes, right that is true. I do, I do think we should um, like, like, consult the game master. Is it game master for crypto Nightmare? block down? Crypto block down, yeah. Uh, about the rules, he made up the game. He donated right. us narcos. Okay, but I don't think you'll disagree with anything we've agreed here, because that's okay. the whole point of having a blockchain game, right? That's a, it's a really good point. P money makes is that you can use the last. You have an you have an NFT non-fungible token that has shitloads of value potentially or has some value potentially sure. so you can realize that reinvest it in the game keep playing at net cost these your investment in the narco then the current standings are don't know about yours jordy p yep. yours is in stealth mode yes you could be week. making it all up <laughs> then we've got beak with zero no oh i've got hella investments bro he's bought a ride and some gloves yeah that's cool. So what's up? Um, so I'm whipping and it around. Carrying, and he's carrying around a lot of petrol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of travelling. <laughs> You're currently at minus 151 POA net. So I valued your, oh, my your narco yeah. at 350, effectively. Yeah. Uh, then next we've got Ken at minus 36 POA. Hold tight, mate. Oh, so you've that's been, big. you and that's not bad. You've you've only invested in a mask. Yeah, precisely. Excellent. So I'm on minus thirty six. Yeah, P money is on a net zero right now. Well played, P money. Have nice. you come in under that, or are you beating the P money, Mister Buble? I am currently at minus twenty one. Oh, oh, P money. Although at the start of today, I was minus fifty. Hot on your heels, big oh, guy. Mate. I've made a few nice, uh, few nice, nice trades. trades today. All the prices were absolutely in the basement when I was on earlier today. Yeah, there was not good. Because you whipping around and selling everything. That, and, mm, I don't know what, why. This is what I wanted. It to was talk lower. It's the lowest I've ever seen it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think you need more people coming in to make it make the economy float. So this is an interesting question because the developers take a cut. So every time you move in the game, grow weed, uh, make some coke, whatever, you're giving the developers a donation. Yeah. So therefore there's money flowing out of the economy constantly. It's a minus sum game. Yeah. So you have to be beating the other players for greater than the rake, like the cut that yeah. the developers take out. Okay. So for it to continue, you need losing players, either new losing players to come in and play or losing players to continue to deposit. Yeah, exactly like every gambling game. So me, for instance, not being able to do it. Like if I could... This is a gambling game. Yeah. This is a <laughs> well, gambling game, though. Well, it depends. It depends. Yeah. It, it can be played... It can be played for a range of reasons, though. People might want to make PA, POA. But, or people uh, might just want to, like, play the game. At the core of it, you're betting money that you're better than the other players at dope traders. That's... It is a gambling game. Yeah. In exactly the same way as at poker, you're betting other people that you're better it's at poker. It's a massively multiplayer gambling game. Yeah, and that's where the crypto games and blockchain games are huge because they're all like inherently gambling games because they have in-game currencies that you can win and trade stuff for. So yeah, it's just a gambling game. And with that, we're going to end this week's instalment of the contest. Tune in next week to see how each of us is getting on and who is winning... <laughs> but it's time to end the show with the greatest portion of a Crypto Weekly episode. It is 
the Patreon giveaway. We're going to tune into the robot and see what goods he has to give away to our beautiful patrons. Hold tight, Dr. P. Money, for finally making it back <laughs> from the dam. Yes. Fuck borders. Decentralize <laughs> all the things. Based robot. I'm gutted Bitcoin Bella couldn't make the recording. So come on then. Did either of you let that Romero dude put his stinky tongue in your pristine assholes? Actually, don't answer that. On with the t-shirt contest. The date and time sponsored by our hosts. We work is Friday, the 14th of September 2018. 9 hours, 17 minutes, and 7 seconds UK time. The current block height on Ethereum is 6,332,071 with a hash ending in 6, 7, 3, E, 5, B. Our contestants this week are Crypto Anubis, Irish Beastman 25, Jeffrey Crawford, Lavis, yeah. Mom, Mifatas, Pepper Plant Pants, Swampy Bits, William Betting and Big Crypto Dave. What a lineup. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Hold papers. tight, each and all. Biggest supporters of the show. Hold tight, all of you. Contestants, are you ready? Yeah. Dagger, dagger, dagger Hashimoto. The winner is. Mum. Mum. Mum, big gum. Big gum's got one. Big gum's got well one. Well That is huge. Well deserved. Huge. You've got a second t shirt coming your way because you still haven't found a means of providing me with a postal address which keeps your anonymity. But as soon as you do, <laughs> yes. you've when got you... two t shirts coming your way, big guy. Decentralized yeah. post boxes. When so you're you when you're a hardened OG Beatcord member, you don't give away things like your address or your real name, one hundred percent, or your exact location. None yeah. of that. None of that. Yeah. Hold tight, big arm. Hold tight, all of our patrons. And if you enjoy the show, please do head over to Patreon.com/slash/CryptoWeekly and support the show. I'm trying to produce a show which you guys enjoy, giving you the sweet crypto news, giving you our take on it, and also high quality sound. Big clap for P Money. Big shout out for P Money. Not this week though. It's gonna be shit. This, this week's gonna struggle with <laughs> yeah. the. Uh, the That's fine by me. Thank you very much for listening. We have been Big Geordie Prince. Hi, it's me, the Geordie Prince. If you don't know, you can follow me on twitter.com at hrhgeordiep. That's at hrhgeordieep. Many thanks. Canada's finest, the Bitcoin Buble. You're welcome. At Bitcoin underscore Buble on Twitter. <laughs> Mr. Crypto Beak. Bonjour. At Crypto underscore Beak. Of course, on the sound, Dr. P Money. The glue that binds us. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Dr. P Money on Twitter. And I have been your host. At Crypto Ken Can. Thank you very much for listening. You're welcome.